Life as an artist can be stressful and exhausting. You're so tired of grinding and being on an emotional roller coaster every time you put your work into the world. And if one more person asks you to lower your price or give you a friends and family discount, you're gonna scream. And to top it off, you're still working a nine to five that is draining your energy and takes you away from your true passions. You know you can't go on like this and wonder if there's a better way to live. There is, my friend. Take a break. Unwind and relax your mind. Recharge and feel inspired again. Make art and focus on yourself. Experiment and explore your ideas. Be around other artists who get it and are going through the same things you are. Have freedom, joy, and inspiration on the Empowered Creatives Retreat in Ghana. What's the Empowered Creatives Retreat? Well, this experience is a 12-day retreat in Ghana for Black women artists and creatives to recharge while tapping deeper into their African roots and creative calling. To sign up, go to kindredcreativesco.org forward slash retreat dash details to apply now. Hey friend, thanks for coming back. And for those of you joining me for the first time, I'm Victoria, the artist behind the business, Kindred Creatives Collective. Okay, so I promised that I would share with you my Empowered Creatives Framework. It's the process that I use to find clarity, build a dope art squad, and have the confidence to only do the work that I love. Well, that's exactly what this episode is all about. But before we get into that, I want to share with you a story because I think it will really help you understand my framework. Okay, so back in 2020, I started a side hustle dinner and art series in my apartment. So these were events that I started to host where I would invite artists that I knew, friends that I knew, people who I knew on social media, and we would come together, have dinner, make art, and talk about our experiences as artists. It was so much fun. I would have artists come in and really demonstrate their own genius, right? So I would have jewelry makers come in and share about how to make jewelry. I would have really bomb fashion designers come in and share about head wrapping. I would have painters do an activity around painting. It was really fun. And it was my sweet spot because I love, love, love connecting with artists. I love being in community in this way, sharing about our experiences, talking about our struggles, talking about things that we are going through, helping each other, like talking about resources we could do and things like that. But I also really love just eating good food. (laughs) I would hire a private chef to cook for us and we would, you know, eat good food, drink and be merry. I mean, it was it was bomb. It was so much fun. But what I realized from these dinners, and really I was blown away by how many Black women artists were telling me they felt alone, they were feeling insecure, and really needed a creative tribe. I was like, what? It's not just me? 
I mean, that was the whole reason why I developed this dinner and art series in the first place. I was feeling alone. I really was feeling insecure. And I just needed a creative tribe to like vibe off of. And so I was like, oh my goodness, this is like real. This is something other people are feeling. Does any of this sound familiar to you? Have you ever felt that way? Probably, right? So that's when I decided to dust off this old idea I had to host a retreat in Ghana. Now y'all know from my last episode how Ghana held such a special place in my heart, right? And it was such an important part of my own growth as an artist. But really, I just wanted to help Black women. I just wanted us to explore our artistic instincts. I wanted us to prioritize self-care more. And I want us to have a community of other Black women artists that we can turn to for support and inspiration. And that was really why I developed the retreat in Ghana. I created this retreat for you so that when you feel insecure about your artistic abilities, you'll know how to get your confidence back. It will give you clarity when you keep putting projects off and you feel uninspired and you're like, why can't I get anything done? It's a boost. It's a vibe. It will help you feel inspired to do the work you know you're called for. And through my process, she'll find an art squad who gets you. You'll find your people. This is why I do what I do. The reason why I do all of this, why I host dinners, why I have a retreat in Ghana, is because I want you to have more joy. I want you to slow down and prioritize your creativity. And the retreat hosts space for Black women artists like you to be seen, valued, nurtured, and inspired. So when I was designing the retreat, I broke down all the steps I took when I had my first breakthrough after my trip to Ghana in my 20s. I sat down and I thought, hmm, how did I have so much clarity and confidence and how did I develop these deep connections with other artists in Ghana? Like, what did I do? What was I feeling at the time? What were my actions? What support did I have around me at the time? Like, I really broke down all the steps that I took to feel so much clarity in my life as an artist and really know my next steps and really have this boost of confidence, this just like recharge of energy and have this community of artists who supported me. So that's what this framework is about. The framework takes you through my three-phase process and it will help you slow down, tap deeper into your creative calling, and really just do what you love to do more. I created this framework so that your doubts and hustling will be a thing of the past so that when you feel empowered You'll have more joy, you'll have inspiration, and you'll just have this freedom. And that's what this framework is going to give you. Okay, so let's get into this because I'm excited to share my framework with you. And one more thing, because I just love to motivate and have people feel good. I just want to say, if no one told you today, you have something important to share with the world. You do, and you better believe that. And this framework will help you have unshakable commitment to your creative calling. You will believe in what you are meant to do in this world, and you will go after it. Not only will you believe it and know it, 
but you will take action to actually make the life that you want happen. Doesn't that sound amazing? So, okay, I'm not hyping you up, but you know, that's what I'm here for. That's what I will always do. I will always be your cheerleader. But let's get into the strategy because I know that's what you're here for. Okay, so the Empowered Creative Framework, like I said, is a three-phase process. And it will help you as an artist have clarity, connection, and confidence to do the work that you love. So the first part of this framework is how to have clarity in your creative calling. So you do that in three ways. You first have to commit to space and time away from distractions. So you need to take a break. You need to really dedicate space and time away from all the things that are happening in your life. You need to just, you know, have calmness around you. You need to just like tap more into your self-care, really think about how can I get away? Is that a weekend retreat? Is that a residency? Is that a weekend getaway? Like, should I book a hotel room for myself? How can I get away? That's the first step. The second step you need to do for clarity is you need to dedicate time to reflect on your practice. Okay, so you need to be able to start thinking about Maybe some limiting beliefs you have. Maybe you need to really start honoring your fears and pushing yourself to do things even when you're afraid. Maybe you need to give yourself a little grace and compassion. But what's important in this part is to think about what you really want, right? Think about if you had no hurdles, no BS, nothing in your way. What would you do? What do you really want? The third thing to have clarity is you need to really explore new creative inspiration. So we are artists. We thrive in our creativity, right? And you need to give yourself time to just explore your creativity. So try new ideas in your art, experiment, go on studio visits, meet with different artists, talk about your art practice with other artists, go to galleries, go to, ex- you know, exhibitions. Just be curious, be have fun, be playful in the stage. All of this is really helping you to have clarity. So after that, after you have clarity in your calling, you need to really feel connected and inspired and ignited. So I don't know if you've if you've ever had this happen to you, but once you like recognize your power and you know exactly what you want to do, then the doubt sits in. Then you're like, oh, my God, I don't even really want to do this. I'm not feeling inspired. I'm tired. So the second phase of this three part process is to feel connected to do things that will inspire you again and to really light that fire under yourself. Feel ignited and tap into your higher self. And all of this will help you really just have more connection in your life overall. So the ways to do that is create more work. Just start making more work. Dedicating time to your work is super important. But when you start to do that and give yourself studio time, or maybe you're even like, going to different workshops to like, you know, learn some more technical skills or just to learn something you want to put into your practice or whatever, 
you really have to create work because once you start making more work, you'll start to develop your own style. You'll start to develop what you love to do more. It will just become a little bit more refined and defined for you. And you'll start making work that embodies who you are and what you stand for. And this is the key because this is how you unlock your genius by just doing more of what you already do really well and doing what you love to do. Just tapping into that power, it will unlock your genius and you'll start being inspired. You'll be like, "Ooh, I made this. <laughs> and you'll build your confidence through that process as well. So the other thing you can do in this phase is to start building a community of artists around you if you already don't have one. And this is important because you want people who you can collaborate with. You want people to bounce ideas off of. You want people who you can feel inspired around, right? Who maybe will push you to be better. This is super important because sometimes we don't have family and friends around us who get what we do and get us as artists. So you need a community of artists around you. And the way to do that or to find some artists who are like-minded is to start going to more art openings, you know, join different programs, get yourself a mentor and maybe they'll refer you to other artists. Maybe your family or friends know artists um, that you don't even know about and they can kind of connect you if they think they'll be a good fit. You know, there's there's so many different ways, but you have to start building your tribe because this connectedness is what will push you to keep going forward when things get rough. And then the other piece of this phase is that you really have to commit to your vision and intentions. So in this phase, like I said earlier, there will be things that will make you want to stop. Maybe you'll have an episode of depression and you just can't work in that moment, which is fine. Maybe you'll just feel lazy and uninspired one day, which is also fine. Maybe you'll just start doubting yourself and be like, can I even do this? Do I even have the artistic ability to do this? So in those moments, you have to go back to your why and you have to commit to your vision, right? So you have to really think about why it is you're doing this. What's your vision? How do you want to make an impact? All of these things are important. So you can do that by setting goals and intentions for yourself. You can journal to have some clarity around that. You can discuss with other artists, just have like, I don't, I can't tell you how many discussions I've had with artists where it just became clear to me what my vision was. Like, I was like, oh yeah, you helped me with this. Like I was struggling. Now I see it. Thank you so much, bestie. <laughs> I get it now. So sometimes just talking with some other artists will help you have some clarity around your vision, but you have to commit to it. That's what's key here, right? You have to make it matter to you and make it intentional. Okay, so the last phase, and this is about really having confidence to do the work you love, right? So how you do that is by creating your own system and declaring your vision. So now that you have committed to your vision in the, the phase, the second phase, now you need to declare your vision and create systems to make it happen. 
and create your own systems. You don't have to follow anyone's rules. This is really tapping into your higher calling and figuring out what works best for you. So thinking about what rituals you need to do to keep yourself consistent, thinking about systems for ease, systems that make it easier for you to do your work and acknowledging what's non-negotiable for you. What are things that will come up and you know like this is not happening? So for example, if you know that it's really important for you to have yoga in the morning, okay, so you're not gonna take any meetings, you're not gonna talk to any clients, you're not going to check your email, whatever, until you have your yoga because you know that that's what helps you get through the day. You have to have certain non-negotiables and that will help you commit to your calling and also have the confidence to do the work you love. It will push you forward. Does that make sense? I hope so. And then the other piece of this is to stand in your power and intuition. So this is when you're really starting to have more confidence and it's building momentum. This is when you have an idea and you're able to finish a project. And then when you finish a project, celebrate that, celebrate your win. This is when you have the courage to start doing the things that you were scared to do a month ago. This is when you actually deliver on your promises, deliver on what you said you were going to do to yourself, right? Deliver on your promises to yourself and then deliver your promises to your clients, to your people, whatever that means to you. But you have to deliver on your promises. This is important because once you start standing in your power, you just start feeling unstoppable. You just start leaning into your intuition more and your confidence will just keep growing from there. You'll trust yourself more. The last piece of that is tapping deeper into your purpose. So how can we leave a legacy in this world? I know this is so important for you. It is for me too. How can you do the work you love and not only make money, but make an impact and maybe influence others, right? Influence other artists who may need support or to mentor other artists or to be there for someone who's going through something that you went through a year ago. Like that's so important. How can we tap deeper into what we're called to do and leave a legacy? So the last piece of the framework goes over ways to do that. And I like to say it's like following the drum beats, the drum beats that will take you to the place where you know you're meant to be. Right. I I love that. (laughs) Um, So thinking about ways to make an impact. So to go over that again, the three pieces of the framework is how to have clarity in your calling, how to feel connected and inspired and how to have confidence to do the work that you love. And then I just went through different ways to do each of those phrases, but that's the framework. So once you go through the framework, the results that you will have, and this is from my own personal experiences, this is what I've seen from people who've gone through the retreat already, you start to feel like, okay, I have clarity on my ideas. Like I know what I wanna do now. I know what my creative calling is and I know what my next step is. You just have time for that because you're taking a break and you're being so intentional about what you're doing in that time and you're tapping into your power, your creative calling more that you'll just have clarity, it'll just click. You'll also build a sustainable creative practice that feels authentic to you. So this is not a 
one size fits all. This framework takes you through a process that you can really customize to your own experiences, your own art practice, what you love to do, but it gives you a structure to do that. It gives you a system to do that, right? But by the end of the framework, you'll have your own sustainable, which is important, sustainable creative practice or a lifestyle that feels authentic to you. And then you'll also have the confidence in your abilities, right? And that will come from having your own art squad to hold you down. It will come from just making more work and really understanding your who you are as an artist. It will come from being intentional and really tapping into your values and what you want your work to do in the world, right? So those are the results that you'll get from the framework. And that's really what I see. This is, this is true. This has happened to me. And I've seen other artists experience this going through these different phases as well. So I just want to say that we will go deeper in all of these practices through the transformational retreat in Ghana. Okay, so we will go through all of these phases just from the experience in Ghana. I've curated the Empowered Creative Retreats based on this framework. So you're getting all of this when you go to Ghana with me. You're experiencing all of these and it's not like a coursework. It's real life experience, right? You're living through it. You're going through it through the 12 days in Ghana. So I just want to say that because sometimes it's not clear like, okay, so this framework sounds good, but how does this relate to what you're actually offering in Ghana? Don't worry, we will get into that next episode. I'll tell you exactly how this framework can be done in real life experiences. But before we get there, I just wanted to let you know that if this is exciting you, if you're like, all of this makes so much sense and I want to experience that, then you should really sign up for the retreat. Because when I go to Ghana, I support you every step of the way. So you never have to worry or guess about anything. I'm like a travel bestie who can give you the real details about getting the most out of your experience in Ghana. Sounds like something you'd be into, something you'd want to experience. Okay, cool. Check out the details at kindredcreativesco.org forward slash retreat dash details. You can apply for the retreat there and I can't wait to see you there. Okay, well, that was exciting. I would love for you to join us on our next retreat. But if you have any questions, if you want to send me a message on Instagram, you can just go to Victoria underscore Yawa. That's my handle. And I love to chat more about this retreat experience with you and to see if it's right for you. All right. So next week on this series, I'm showing you how to tie it all together. You'll see what the framework looks like in real life and how my support can help you make this process so much easier. This framework will change the game. Your life as an artist will never be the same. Trust me. See you next time. One of the greatest gifts you'll have on this retreat is time to do nothing but what you love. Imagine days full of whatever lights you up. You don't want to miss this magical experience. Join us for the Empowered Creatives Retreat, a 12-day retreat for Black women artists in Ghana 
to rediscover joy and sisterhood while tapping deeper into their African roots and creative calling. Go to kindredcreativesco.org forward slash retreat dash details to apply.